Yo everyone <laughs> I'm back Alright so it's been like A month Since uh, I released The last episode Of uh, The Bad Ladies Podcast Episode 4 uh, I initially thought that I could be able to Bang out more of these episodes uh, Throughout My past bookouts uh, You know Since I've been inside BMT For almost a month Actually more than a month already uh, my BMT ends in two weeks, and I forgot that I have this podcast to do. So, yeah, I'm back here again, trying to um do another podcast in the midst of my BMT because there's been radio si- there's been silence from this podcast for about three weeks already, and uh I really want to keep this going as I really love to talk to myself. Hopefully, I haven't lost the ability to talk to myself um throughout the past month. Uh, yeah. <coughs> yeah. <coughs> okay, so the reason why I'm doing this right now Is because I have some extra time in my hands And I'm taking a 2-day MC So technically it's like a 4-day break for me And I finally have the time to do it Yeah, I've been I've been sick for like The whole time I've been in, in BMT, man Like they have this flu going on there constantly And you can hardly catch a break uh, From falling sick so ever since I arrived in uh, the Tekong Island, uh, which is where uh, this basic military training is uh, being conducted at, at, most likely for most guys, uh, yeah, I've been, I've been having coughs and, you know, runny nose and, you know, just your basic flu throughout the whole time. And, uh, you know, it'll get better from time to time and then it'll decline again and uh, I'll, just be, I'll, I'll just be coughing for about a few days at a time and then it'll get better and then I'll cough again and uh, I'm constantly on medications uh, I bring in medicines that are not allowed just because I'm so desperate to get to recover from this flu that I'm constantly having but I have no idea why I could still push through with this flu like the feeling of feeling oh my god that the feeling of feeling <laughs> okay the feeling of um exhaustion has been kind of primed into me already. I, I'm kind of used to going on with my day, with uh, while 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 having this you know illness and this constant headache. Uh, so yeah, I'm a tough man right now. You know, uh, I just completed field camp about two weeks ago. Oh, you know, okay, about a week and a half ago. Uh, from the time I'm recording this, yeah, and uh. I was kind of sick throughout also, but uh, I still continue to push through. Um, I'll have another episode about field camp, maybe like a month later or something. I don't want to push it too much. Yeah, but uh, I would try to milk this BMT experience, maybe like two or three episodes. Uh, I'll, I'll milk it for about two or three episodes so that uh, I could get the most out of it. Because, you know, I'm trying to get something out of BMT at least. <laughs> so yeah, three episodes from uh, BMT. I'll, I'm going to plan something. So yeah, uh, but this episode I'm planning to talk about uh, body modifications and what I got so far and what I plan to get in the future. So what is the definition of body modification? It's pretty much uh, just altering your body uh, in an aesthetic way or, you know, it could, okay, it could be for aesthetics or it could be for health reasons. Um, but I think this episode of uh, my podcast will focus more on the aesthetic part of body modifications, such as um, you know your 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 usual tattoos or piercings or 
braces, I guess. Braces could be counted as body modification. Okay, maybe not braces. Maybe, like, co- like cornea surgery or some stuff like that. Yeah, that, 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 that could be considered an aesthetic body modification too. Uh, but yeah, that's those are some reasons. Okay, those are some examples of body modification uh, that we'll be talking about today. So I do have some uh, modifications for me, I guess. I do have five tattoos currently. Planning to get more. Maybe um, during my block leave in about two weeks, I'm planning to get about two or three more. Uh, yeah, I, I had my first tattoo the year 2020. If I'm not wrong, it's around September. So that's when I've... I okay. That's when I got my first tattoo, and uh, but I was interested for a really long time. Maybe about two years before that, I already uh had the idea of wanting to get a tattoo, but I was too scared too because firstly, uh, I grew up in an Asian household. Of course, my both my parents are traditional Chinese, so they believe in uh the more they they are strict and they and they believe in more um traditional. Tra- they do have traditional beliefs. Yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, so yeah, they don't believe in tattoos, they don't believe in modifications as a whole. Uh, they're Christians too, I guess. Uh, yeah, so they, so you know, they do, they do rebuke all these uh, ideas of getting tattoos and uh, cutting yourself open and uh, and uh, altering your look. So it's I I was really he- hesitant to get my first tattoo, but yeah, so I met I met this girl called uh called called Amanda in Polytechnic, and uh yeah she. She's like a tattoo enthusiast too. Uh, you know we were, and she knew, and she knew that I was interested in it, so. She became a tattoo artist, and then she hit me up for the, f- for the first time in twenty twenty, try asking if I want a tattoo. So that was kind of like, uh, the reason why I got it. It was, it was, that uh, it was that message that she, that sh- that she sent that tipped me over the fence, uh, to get a, get a tattoo because like, first thing of all, I'm getting it. I assume I'm getting it at a cheaper price. And second thing of all, I'm like someone that I'm familiar with and I'm comfortable with is giving me a tattoo. So that kind of made me feel comfortable enough to uh, go ahead and uh, go with this uh, this this want of mine to get a tattoo for for these two years. So before I had this tattoo, I I wasn't this okay. Like a few years before I I actually got this tattoo, I wasn't the same guy I was because I used to have a fear of um, people with tattoos and especially those that are covered with tattoos I used to have a fear of them uh, mainly because I was brought up in this strict religious uh, household so the idea of of uh, of of uh, these these people having tattoos they're all evil and uh, they have bad intentions yeah that was the idea that was baked into my mind uh, from a young age, so whenever my family walks by someone with lots of tattoos, uh, they ask me not to stare at them because um, they're evil and all that. So, yeah, I, I had I had this passed down fear, and uh, I knew my parents had great 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 intentions of uh you know, talking bad about tattoos, and you know they're trying to guard me from uh this science of the of the devil but uh at the end of the day it 
it just made me scared at a young age, but then uh, I became more more open-minded at an older age, and I started to really like tattoos after that. So maybe from the age of 17, I I started to have the idea of getting my first tattoo. <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, I was, okay, like, 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 I wasn't totally obsessed with uh, the idea of getting tattoos. It was just kind of like a pass, like, like a thought that I have from now and then. So I would go on the internet and I would find like tattoo ideas and uh, I would have mood. I've I would have drawing boards just for my first tattoo idea. Uh, yeah. So, uh, that w- that was a period of time where I met Amanda. Also, she was uh I met her in in uh, in, in, in in polytechnic. So, uh, she's she's like an aspiring tattoo artist right now. You should go follow her. Uh, she what's her what's her Instagram? Hold on, let me just try to find it. Okay, her Instagram is uh Seo Tian Hao dot tattoo. Uh yeah, that's that's her tattoo uh Instagram page. Y'all should go check her out. Yeah, that was yeah, so uh back to the story. 2000, 2019, uh when I was seventeen, uh I met her and you know she has she has she has, she has uh these aspirations to be a tattoo artist and uh yeah, it got me more interested I guess. So uh yeah, I settled with a Keith Herring tattoo for my first tattoo, which is on my right thigh. And uh, it's just an altercation of one of his most famous artwork, which are these four people dancing. And I took two of them, I took two of these people who were dancing, I traced the image out, and uh, I placed them in this rectangular box, just like how Keith Herring uh, does it. So if you guys don't know who Keith Haring is, he's a New York artist, uh, a New York-based artist who was really famous back in uh, the 70s or 80s, if I'm not wrong. I have to fact-check this, hold on. Keith Haring, shit. Shit, man. Yeah, okay, he he was famous back in, back in the 80s uh, for, uh, uh, in the, the New York art, art scene. So he's known for this giant for for these giant murals that, that he'll, he'll, he'll graffiti and uh, his artwork consists of really really bold lines and uh, you know scribble scribble doodle like uh, strokes of strokes of pain uh, he, he was a graffiti artist and he tra- and he transitioned into a more more commercialized uh, artist I guess yeah so he started out graffitiing in uh, train stations and he was an activist, so most of his art were based around a message. So, uh, the main message he he mostly tried to promote was uh, AIDS. Yeah, because back in the eighties, AIDS was a new thing, and he was spreading quite a lot. Uh, he was a person with AIDS too, so uh, he was an advocate for AIDS. So most of his art. Uh, based around uh, AIDS and uh, the topic of safe sex. Uh, but that wasn't the only thing he he actually uh, based his art around. So most of his art was really, really high energy. He used many of these uh, brush strokes that... Okay, uh, sorry. His, his, his art has... is really, really basic. Like, he has this... Most of his art consists of uh this this these human figures doing in motion so so that's that's what and that's what I really like about his art is because there's a lot of motion and movement in his art that you could you could pick out from 
it's not obvious but you can pick up from it and it's really simple too it's not very intricate they are mainly bold lines they kind of mimic kids drawing but a more advanced version of it and he was kind of my art inspiration for years already and I was a big fan so uh, I was in design school uh, back in 2000 2019 wait is it yeah, yeah, yeah 2019 up to this year the, the, the start of year I was from Nanyang Polytechnic uh, School of Design so for School of Design you know you're dealing with a lot of art you know you're dealing with, with a lot of inspiration that you pick up from visually or in a, in other ways so you you do have to pick up a lot of, of, of inspiration from mainly artists and, and other, other designers to put in your work and uh, it kind of strengthened my love for Keith Haring art so I used him as a lot as uh, my inspiration in many of these design projects. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to get him. I'm going to get him because uh, what I think of tattoos is you're supposed to look at them and you're supposed to get reminded about the time you got them. So at this point of time, when I was in design school, I thought like Keith Haring was the right subject to get on my body because uh, he was such a huge inspiration to me at that time. I mean, he's still an inspiration to me right now, but at the time he was more relevant in my life. So yeah, I got it. Uh, it, it was uh, it was not really a pleasant experience at first because uh, I wasn't used to uh, the needle going just, just just penetrating my skin you know it, how I describe the pain is like a knife cutting to your skin that's the that's an exact description of how it felt to be to be tattooed for the first time and yeah and I didn't realize how how uh, big it was actually okay it's not really big but it's big for a small tattoo it's like around the size of 7 by 7 cm i think yeah it's it's, it's this rectangular circle with two humans inside it uh yeah and it's on it's at the center of my thigh so it's kind of like a floating tattoo because it's very out of place uh it's my first tattoo so i didn't know anything about, about placement and uh, I don't regret getting, getting this, this tattoo, I just regret the placement of it because it's right smacked in the center of my thigh, which is a big ass canvas. So, how you place the tattoos is uh, you view your body as a whole canvas, but you view but this whole canvas is split up into multiple big and small canvases. So, an example of a big canvas is your arm, your whole arm. Or your thigh. Your thigh is the biggest canvas that you can get on your body, I, I guess. So, if you put a small tattoo right smack in the center of your thigh, it destroys the canvas because it it just it just takes up the middle of the canvas and uh, you have to tattoo around it. So, if you want to do a big piece on your thigh and you have a small little tattoo smacked in the middle, uh, you it's impossible to do a big piece anymore because you have to maneuver around. You have to uh, curate this big-ass tattoo concept around this... Uh, small tattoo you have in the middle of your thigh and it's very troublesome for the artist in the future to do, do that uh, so yeah I got I got my first tattoo right smacked in the middle of my thigh so I, I didn't know that it was bad placement at the time so I was like yeah let's get it and uh, yeah I told I told I told Amanda what that I want to get in my thigh and she was like yeah sure yeah she, I mean she at the time she was just starting out so uh, I guess she wasn't too concerned about the placement too a more a more experienced artist would advise me on the placement of my tattoos and which which area is best to get it. But yeah, I just went for the tie.
Okay, but now that I think about it, it's not really... I didn't really have a choice because I needed to hide this tattoo. So, uh, the thigh is really the best area I could get it because I wear pants all the time. And it's just a great spot to hide a tattoo but show, but be able to show it to everyone if you wanted to. So, if, if I want to show it to everyone, I just raise my right short... My my right side, my shorts up, and oh wow, and you know people be looking at it. So, so yeah, I had a lot of thoughts about the placement and uh, the the thought of getting more tattoos, uh, just didn't strike me at the time. I I initially thought oh it was a one off deal, you know I'm going to get a tattoo, I'm not going to get that another tattoo for years to come, until maybe next time. Uh, so yeah, that that was my idea at the time. Uh, so. I initially had two ideas on where to place it, either my arm, the inside of my arm, or uh, my thighs. These are the only areas that I could get it because, uh, firstly, I'm I go shirtless all the time at home, so so literally no other n- no other parts of my body from the, from the waist up is a good place to put it at all, and yeah, and uh, I wear shorts all the time, so there's no there's no way from the knees down, I could get any tattoos at all. So really, I'm really uh, relegated to this corner where I could only get at my thigh. And uh, yeah, I was I was like, yeah, fuck it, just go. It's going to be the only tattoo I'm going to get. And, uh, we, I, you know, a part of me wants to support my friend at the time who was up and coming. Uh, she just started and she was two months in only and I was like, yeah, fuck it, why not? Just pay her some extra dollars and uh, get it over with. And, uh, get the and because I, I always wanted a tattoo so I'm like okay let's just satisfy that want of mine while supporting my friend so let's do it so yeah she at the time she was um she was operating out of her boyfriend's home uh, it was a home studio so her boyfriend was a tattoo artist at the time so she used his his uh, his room which was converted into a, this studio they had a tattoo chair in it and they had this they had it was set up like a proper studio, just with a bed in the corner. So, uh, yeah, I went in, I got a tattoo. I had a horrible experience with the with the tattoo initially because, uh, yeah, as I mentioned before, the pain. Uh, but yeah, it turned out looking alright for the first for the first tattoo. Uh, the lines the lines were thick, as thick as I as, as I wanted it to be, and uh, I got it at a good price. If I'm not wrong, it's around like eighty dollars. That's kind of a good price, really. That was that was kind of like a brother price to me, really. So I'm like, okay, I got it. I went home, and I I wanted to go back the next day. <laughs> okay, you you guys might not get it, but like the pain that you that that you suffer through during a tattoo, it might not feel pleasant at the moment, but after that, you just want it. Like this is kind of like an addicting pain that you get. It's okay. Uh, this pain you get is like a massage pain, so like it hurts really good. During the massage, it might not feel good, but it feels good after that. That residual pain. Um. Yeah. I. Yeah. I. Yeah. I really don't know why. Why it's like this, but I really felt like going back the next day. So this was during my September break and. Yeah, I eventually went back there again, like two months after that, during uh my December break. Like a few days bef- before Christmas, I went back there again. And I I got two more of the tattoos. 
<laughs> so uh, the tomorrow tattoos are are this uh, this cartoonish ghost and and uh, two smiley faces which are warped. So uh, they don't have much of a significance. So the cartoonish ghost was kind of like a person, uh, like a a part of me. It kind of represents. Uh, my interest for paranormal, for the paranormal and the occult, you know, uh, all the, all the strange stuff that, I kind of have have interest towards, especially uh, yeah, the yeah, the 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 supernatural, you know, and I designed it, sent it to her, and she, you know, we made some changes here and there, and yeah, we got it tattooed, and I got, I got these two warped smiley faces on my, on the inside, on my inside bicep, right specked in it also, it's kind of dumb to get it there also. You know, yeah. So these what smiley faces kind of represent, um, kind of represents being happy while being out of shape. So at a, at a point of time, I was really really down bad. <laughs> I didn't know I was what why I was depressed for or why I was sad for, but uh, I was not the I was not at the bad at the best state of mind at the, at the point of time. So. I uh, looked up Pinterest and all that, you know. I took it sort of some some art and uh, I put meaning into it. Uh, yeah, but most most of my tattoo meanings they become more known to me after I get it. So I would spend, I'll get it and then I'll spend days thinking, oh man, how can I how can I strengthen the significance of of it and they eventually come to me, you know. But uh, before that, I do have this blink idea of why I want to get it. So. Uh, the current reason of getting uh these two warped uh smiley faces is is uh to kind of it's kind of like a message to myself, um, of being this of the message is basically just staying happy while no matter what state you are. So you might be bent out of shape, you might be fucked up and all, but stay happy and smile through it. Yeah, that was the idea of it. Uh, it's not really a something that you can pick up from right from staying at it uh yeah but yes a lot of significance to me so i got it at a banger deal a hundred dollars for two of them so i was like yeah let's go let's go i got it i felt i felt great and i wanted it <laughs> i wanted i craved another tattoo the next day also like in fact the next hour i craved another one already so i thought so while i was i was while she was finishing while amanda was finishing my second tattoo i was like yo can i get a third one and she was like, nah, I got, I got people coming over. So I'm like, ah, oh, shit. But if there wasn't people coming over to her studio, uh, at that point of time, I, I would have gotten a third one. Because why not, you know? Yeah, so right now, at this point of time, I have two tattoos on my thighs and one on my inner arm. Two tattoos, the two tattoos on my thighs were side to side. And at the time, I kind of got an inkling of placement, of tattoo placement. And the idea of 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 getting more I of getting more tattoos was prominent in my mind already. So I kinda knew I fucked up my tie because I have these two small ass tattoos on my tie. So what can I do with my tie? So the only the only option I have right now is to turn my right tie into this sticker book um this sticker book canvas. So most likely in the future I would pretty much just fill my tie up with small little tattoos. Uh yeah, to make it to f- just make it feel not empty. But yeah, I did a really really bad mistake of fucking up um the cam the this this tie canvas. Yeah, so guys next time if you okay if you wanna get a tattoo just be wary of 
just be aware of uh, your tattoo placement. Try not to get small tattoos in the middle of a huge canvas such as your, your calves or your or your thighs because it it might alter and it might affect uh, how your future tattoos and their placement too. So yeah, just just giving you some advice. Uh, but for now, I really don't have the choice of getting a large tattoo because obviously my parents still didn't know about it, about any of this. So I was forced to getting small tattoos. And uh, yeah, this point of time, I kind of accepted the fact that I'm going get to get a sticker book, you know, a, a sticker book sleeve on my right, on my whole right side of my body. Uh, yeah, but... From my third tattoo to my fourth tattoo, the time in between that, it will be around six months. Because I was so busy with school and, and uh, you know, life in general. So I had, so I didn't have much time to think about the next tattoo. Uh, but I think June of last year, I, I hit Amanda up, up again. Do I want to get a tattoo? But, but I kind of matured already with, um, the the ideas of of uh the next tattoos so i kind of have more i kind of uh wanted a tattoo with more meanings and uh better looking more professional looking so i got uh okay i got that i got another tattoo on the right side of my inner bicep just just on top of my uh third tattoo which was the warp which is these two two smiley faces so this fourth tattoo was an evil eye so, yeah, with uh, tears coming out of it, and uh, the pupil of 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 this evil eye is shaped is uh is the shape of a moon. Uh, this was a custom design from from Amanda again. Uh, she's a great she she did a great job with this. Uh, but it's a small tattoo. It's a really really small tattoo, right? It's like. Okay, the size of it is like about five by f- okay, not five. I don't think it's even five cm. I think it's like about four. 4x4 four four cm alright it's small and uh, it will look better if it looks if it's bigger but I really didn't have the choice right, to get a bigger tattoo I really wanted it to, to be bigger like I thought this was a great piece uh, to get as a big as, as a big tattoo uh, but yeah I just I just went ahead with it because up to this point of time my parents still did not know that I have any of this ink on my, on, on my body uh, at this yeah so by now she has uh my tattoo artist Amanda she has moved to uh actual shop an actual studio in uh, the streets in in between the sh- the streets of Geelang. Um it's on the second level of a shop house. She's sharing it with multiple art- artists. So I went there with Devin, I remember. And and yeah, it was a great it was a great experience because first thing of all, the 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 pain that I felt was different. Especially in this in this area of uh the inner biceps because the inner biceps do not have much pain recep- receptors. I'm not sure if that's the right word to use. Yeah, it 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 doesn't have many pain pain. It doesn't have much pain receptors compared to your thigh, so you don't feel much pain over here. And it and um the feeling of getting tattooed over there it was wow. It was just relaxing, and and a pleasurous, because is this it was. Okay, from time to time, it will be a bit painful if, you know, your tattoo artist pushes in in too much. Uh, but most of the time, 
in these areas of low pain receptors, you will just feel a buzzing. You will feel like this vibration, and it's just really nice. I fell asleep while while getting this 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 tattoo. Yeah, it cost me it cost me eight it cost me eighty bucks, but uh, yeah, it was it's more. I think it's the most it's my most favorite tattoo up to this point of time. And okay, just moving on. Uh, to my last tattoo, which is a UFO. <laughs> so you guys know that. I mentioned this like at a, a few minutes ago, but I love supernatural. I love everything supernatural and paranormal. So I'm really into UFOs too. I like and uh, aliens. So I felt that it was right for me to get it, uh, to add on to my sticker book, to this sticker to this sticker book sleeve, on my right thigh. So I got it in between, uh, my first and second tattoo, which were the Keith Haring and uh the ghost tattoo. I got it right. In between them, um, shifted to the top a little bit to make it fit. So it's this, it's this um UFO that that is hovering and is shooting uh, this this beam of light down onto the ground. Ah, I'm trying to pull my pants down right now to see it again. Love staying my tattoos, man. Uh, yeah, yeah. With um, yeah. This is this UFO shooting a beam of light down onto the ground with st- and yeah stars around it. So this tattoo I got it from a different artist. So uh, I forgot, I forgot his name really. But it's it's uh Sabri's friend. Uh, a good okay, my good mate Sabri. He has a he has a friend who was starting out as a tattoo artist at the point of time too. And he was doing this mad deal, which was twenty dollars. He was he was giving out twenty dollar t- tattoos. So I'm like, yo, why not I just get one? You know, I should have gotten two at a day, but I was rushing for time, and it was at night and it was a school night. So Sabri hit me up and uh. He told me, "Yo, let's get a tattoo." And yeah, we just we 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 just went there. And we and we got it. I I got it first. Oh wait, no. Yeah, I got it first. I remember. So uh, yeah, he yeah this tattoo artist yeah he was uh friendly and all, but you know it took some time to actually curate the design. Out of it because he wasn't prepared with the design on that day yet. So uh, spent about two hours over there. Seeing, seeing some get this um, you know, seeing Sabri get his, his uh tattoo some like I think he got two tattoos done first, and then I got, and then I went after him, uh but he has more, he has more um, he has more ideas for he he wanted to get more more tattoos after after me but he had to take a break so I'm like okay why not I just get tattooed in between his break. So I got it. It was the best twenty dollar twenty dollars I've ever spent in my life. Cause imagine getting a twenty dollar tattoo. That's like, <laughs> that's like you better get it, man. You better you better take that deal because it's really like a banger of a deal. And that was the last tattoo I got, which was back in last year of September. That was really long ago. It's almost been a year since I got my last tattoo, and uh, yeah, I'm really craving to get a next my next tattoo right now so yeah i'm planning to get it the next two weeks uh every day i'm just looking at all these tattoo artists on instagram i'm trying to find flash sheets uh to look at to see what designs they provide and what i could pick out of where i could tattoo on my body and in this period of um not getting tattoos a lot of things happen uh, my parents found out about it. <laughs> okay, this is kind of recent, but about 
three months ago, my mom found out about it, and about a month ago, my dad found out about it. So they found out at different periods of, uh, they found out different in a different timing. So my mom found out about it first. I have no idea when she found out about this, but she brought it up to me one day, when I was chilling in um my living room, and she was like, "Yo, what? Why did you tell me about your tattoo, man?" I'm like, "Oh, I was kind of shocked. <laughs> I was kind of shocked." So I kind of I just tried to play it cool. I was like, oh, you finally found out about it. It's about time. <laughs> yeah, and I just like told her, oh, um, I'm just trying to support a friend. She has a tattoo studio. I think I told I told you about it, and she kind of just sighed and and she elaborated about getting infections from it. And I'm like, no, I see I see them prepare needles in front of me. I I knew they took it out of the package, and I knew it's sterilized. And she kind of just stayed silent. I think she was just she was just disappointed. Uh. As a tra- as a traditional Asian, Malaysian woman, who grew up on the streets of JB, okay, not JB, KL, on the streets of KL. The the idea of her son getting tattoos is just uh her worst nightmare, but I think she kind of accepted it because like, I I grew up as a kid who really loved art, so normally for people who are into you know who are really into art they they get tattoos i guess art is basically just okay tattoos are basically just art that you get on your body and yeah it's it's it's, it's just a way to express yourself and to and to uh and to appreciate it's, it's another way of appreciating art you know and that was my that was that's my idea of it and i think she kind of accepted it already but uh yeah she accepted the fact that i have tattoos on my bodies but uh she just told me yo you better not get get another one soon so um i think that's the reason why i kind of delayed the you know few my my ideas of getting a tattoo at that time i kind of like delayed it because it's traumatic for my for my mom to find out because i didn't know she's gonna find out soon like i didn't know she's gonna find out right now my 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 idea of of revealing my tattoos to my parents uh is pretty much moving out the house and like the day before i move out i just show it to them i'll I'll just be like yo i've been keeping a secret from you guys and just drop my pants and and show them the sticker book sleeve i have my right on my right thigh and uh have my mom faint because she's too shocked to handle the fact that her asian um kid got a tattoo and then I just leave after that and never see and I never see them and don't see them for about two weeks and I come back when after they after they recover from the shock. So yeah that that's my idea of on how I'm gonna review it to them. And then after the shock I'll since I'm out of the house really, I'll have the freedom of choice. The freedom of getting bigger of bigger tattoos, you know? Because I really want to want to get like a half sleeve or okay maybe more than a half sleeve. Get my whole right side of my, of my body tattooed, especially my arms and my legs. Okay, yeah, and yeah, it's not it's not possible to to do that now. But that was my that is my idea right now. Okay, uh, moving on to my how my dad found out. I was, uh, I was already in BMT, and it was my first book out. I remember, and uh, my first book out was a bit longer than the usual book out. It was three days. I remember it was from Saturday night. Tuesday Tuesday morning and I remember one of the days I was chilling at home 
uh, didn't have plans on this day in particular because it was a public holiday. I think it was a mon. I think it was a Monday, and it was a Hari Raya, if I'm not wrong. And my parents, my parents, they were busy. My okay, not my parents only. My whole family, we were busy uh sorting out stuff, on our shelves. We were taking down doc doc documents and shredding them. All all the all the not want all the ones that are not wanted and. We were just clearing trash from uh our shelves, so I remember I had to climb up this ladder to retrieve a folder, and then you know I got the folder down and then uh my parents s- sorted through it, and then they had to bring it up again. So I went up on on the ladder. I forgot to bring the folder along, so I asked my dad to fetch it for me. My dad fetched it for me. He uh he handed it to me and I and I and uh I hoisted it up the shelf, and you know I have two tattoos on my right my right bicep. So and I was wearing a shirt. So when I hoisted it up, he was still he was still uh there looking up, trying to monitor me, seeing if I need help. And he got a glimpse of my tattoo because I had to raise my right arm to hoist it up uh this shelf, and he just had the shock of his life. He was like, "Yo, what the fuck was that?" You have a tattoo. I was and uh I had the same, I have the same uh approach to it also. Just play it cool. Like oh man, you didn't know about this. You didn't know about this. Yeah, I just try to play it cool. But while my mind went into shock, my heart was beating so fast. I remember feeling my heart beat, like, like so fast, and my mind just went blank. So that was kind of like my. My my post of it just act cool, you know, trying to act chill, trying to act as if oh man, uh, I thought you knew about this really, and then he was like, and then he was like, oh does mom know about it? And I'm like, yeah, she knows about it. Like about two or three months ago, she knew about it. So I, I thought he knew about it. okay. A part of me thought that he would have known about it too, because when my parents find out a secret, both of them would initiate would already know, like they would that they would gossip before they go to sleep. And uh, they would share what they found out about their kid during the day, I guess. But uh, I was kind of shocked that my mom didn't tell my dad about this. So, so I remember like once he asked the question of, "Oh, your mom does a mom know?" She, and I, yeah, I told, I replied with, "Yeah, she knew like about three months ago." And then my my dad went into a, my my dad got shocked again because my mom didn't tell him about it, and then my mom just and then uh. He he looked at my mom. He glared at my mom, and he was, and my mom was like, "Yeah, I kind of knew about it, yo." <laughs> yeah, at the moment it was it was, was kind of funny at that moment because like, uh, I could see like the soul in my my uh dad's eyes leave because like, mom mom didn't tell him the secret. Mom didn't tell him this this secret, and he was like, "Wow, <laughs> what is this?" <laughs> yeah, but uh, after that day, life went on as normal. My mom. The next day, he came up to me and said, "Oh, my dad is disappointed in you for getting a tattoo." I'm like, "Oh, what can I do about it? It's just me, bro. <laughs> what can I do?" Oh uh, yeah, but I promised them uh, I won't get it again another tattoo another time, like anytime soon. But uh, I guess three months or not three months, two months after they find out, that's a good, a good time to get another one. <laughs> it's not counted as anytime soon anymore if I get it two months later. So yeah, um. Yeah, future future tattoo I- ideas. Um, right. Let's talk about it. For now, I I want to complete. I want to work on um my upper part of my body because it still feels kind of empty. So I have two tattoos on my inner bicep. That's all I have. So, 
uh, I do have um, I do have the outside of my shoulders to work on. Still a very big canvas. I'm trying to keep it empty for now so that I could put something bigger and a more a more I plan to put I plan to place a more intricate design tattoo on it on the outer part and uh, I could keep I could keep the inner part of my bicep as a sticker book. So I'm planning to just uh add on more to the inner part of my bicep. Maybe add a little some small ones. But uh with the possibility of starting my big ass um my 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 big ass tattoo design on the outer on my outer part of my arm i'm planning to do i'll try to do it i guess still i'm still not really clear if my parents are okay with me getting a new more tattoos you know i mean they knew they already know that i have tattoos right now only on my arm not on my thigh uh so yeah still in this di- dilemma right now whether i should get a tattoo on the outer part of my arm but it's not like my life my my life is horrible trying to figure this out uh but yeah i'll update you guys really soon on whether i got a tattoo on the outer part of my arm <laughs> yeah okay but um let's talk about the idea of getting tattoos all right so some say a tattoo need to have meaning, like it needs to symbolize some parts of a life. It needs to represent something, uh, that you know have that has significance. But I, I don't feel that way. If, okay, if, but I do think that a, that a tattoo has to be nice to be on your body, <laughs> because tattoo is art. It's subjective. So I view tattoo as. Uh, just like a regular painting or an artwork in a uh, in a in a museum. So some people see a particular art piece, and it could mean nothing to them. But some see it and it might mean so much to them. But as the bearer of this uh, art piece on your body, it could mean nothing to you as long as it looks nice. So, like for me, I really like um the painting of the Mona Lisa, but it really means nothing to me. But I w- I wouldn't mind getting it tattooed on my body just because I love how it's being drawn and portrayed so much that's uh, yeah that's my idea of a, of a tattoo it doesn't really need to mean anything as long as it looks nice but uh, I couldn't defend an ugly tattoo because I really because really there's no it could mean a lot but it looks ugly so yeah number one make sure a tattoo looks nice uh, okay it doesn't have to be like nice as fuck if you are working with a small budget such as like if such as fifty dollars, like between the fifty to hundred dollars range, at least make sure um it's done properly. So uh if you get a tattoo from the range of fifty to hundred dollars, it's most likely gonna be a fine maybe like okay, not even a fine line tattoo, it's most likely gonna be a one a, like uh this this outline this outlineish tattoo with no uh with no colours with no shading at all. Uh, yeah, make sure that it's done right. So, make sure it's simple and make sure the lines are clean. Uh, for for these cheap, cheap tattoos, try not to make it too intricate. Try to make it more simple. Most of my tattoos are, are, are very simple because uh, that's the range of, that's the range of, uh, of, of tattoos that I have on my body. The, you know, the 50 to 100 dollars. Yeah, that's, those are the range that I play with. So, uh, try to make them simple. Not too intricate, 
because they are they are also they tend to be smaller too. So the rule of thumb is, if your tattoos are smaller, try to make it as simple as possible. If it's big, you have more area. But if it's big, uh, you can you can make it intricate because uh, there's more areas to play with. If it's small, you have really really small areas to play with, and if those details are really small, it it tends to fade. It, it tends to just fade away, and um you know, become faded and you won't even tell that it's there. So, um, just imagine, I want to get a tattoo of a face, but this face tattoo is, takes out my whole back. It will look good because that's, because the details on it would be much bigger and uh, bigger details would tend to stay on the skin for much longer. But if it's smaller, uh, the, those details on the face would also be smaller and uh, from, you know, as time goes by, it'll fade away, and it'll eventually look like a like a blob of ink just on just on your ankle. You can't even tell if it's, if it's the face. Yeah, hopefully, yeah, hopefully you get this as explanation. <laughs> so yeah, size matters, and uh, the and uh, the the details, the amount of details, like uh, this 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 relationship of size and size relative uh, details relative to the size is really really important so yeah do keep that in mind also that's the, the second point and uh the third point is just make sure that you get a tattoo artist that is trusted so i rec i recommend just getting recommendations from your friends with tattoos already uh you definitely don't want to scour instagram and just go to an artist that um offers cheap tattoos from his hdb living room you know Try to get a recommendation from a friend, or if you know a friend that is already a tattoo, yeah, just try to hit them up because most likely they will give you a brother price too for trusting them. Uh, yeah, and uh, it's 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 better to go to someone that you know first to actually uh be more comfortable because if you if you go if you go to someone that you don't know for your first experience, it might you might not feel comfortable because you don't know the person definitely. Uh yeah, so for your virgin for your first virgin tattoo experience, you want someone that you already know to feel more comfortable. So that's why I that's what what I did and that's what I recommend. Uh, but but sooner or later when you when you get your first experience and you feel comfortable enough, uh, you can branch out to uh the other tattoo artists that 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 you've been eyeing. But uh, make sure you check their Instagram out. Make sure their studio is clean, and that uh their designs are what you like yeah and then and the next point is if you're getting custom piece from an artist in general make sure do ensure that the, the artwork that you send them could be tattooed within uh, their limitations so we all know some some artists with uh, you know that do have limitations in their tattooing skills so definitely make sure, definitely uh do ensure that your 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 design could be suited within uh their within their ability to tattoo and also based on uh their the art style don't ever go in don't 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 ever ask an artist with uh who does realism to do something cartoonish because that's just insulting and uh most most of and if you try to do that they'll ask you to fuck off and they won't. They won't uh, want want to tattoo a client like that because just just disrespectful towards, uh, towards their their skills. 
So yeah, just uh, to take these two things into consideration when you want to when you want to get a custom piece from an artist. Um, the third point I think is oh sorry I, I lost track about I lost track on the on the amount of points that I just gave. <laughs> okay, the third or fourth point. Wait, oh, oh, yeah, I okay, I lost track not because I have a short I I have memory loss or I have a bad memory. Because in between this, my mom came in. She wanted she wanted me to do some stuff, so I left the room and I came back five minutes later. So, yeah, I forgot how how many points I'm giving already. But the third or fourth point is uh to care about placement, of course. So like I mentioned uh previously in this um a few minutes ago in this podcast um placement is really important. You don't want to get tattoos that are considered floating tattoos. So what floating tattoos are is uh a tattoo that doesn't f- is is. It's just referencing tattoos that don't fit in into a canvas or a part of your body. So, I so the first tattoo I got was a floating tattoo, which is a small tattoo in the middle of my thigh. So that doesn't that so it doesn't look good, you know. If you want to get a small tattoo, get it on a small canvas, like a small body canvas. So what I mean by body canvas is a small region of your body. So, uh, if I recommend uh the inner of a bicep. Yeah, because it's a small area and uh, a, a small tattoo will definitely fit into it, and uh, you can there's there's just enough space for you to work around it. Maybe get more small tattoos around it; they'll be just fine. But yeah, try not to get small tattoos in areas of of your body that are very big and open. Uh, yeah. And uh, the next point, pro- pro- probably the last point I'm gonna give is uh be wary, be wary about your pain tolerance. Uh, pain is really, really relative to everyone. Is uh you know, it, I could get a tattoo on my thigh and it might it might be the most painful thing in the world. While uh, my friend could get a tattoo on his thigh and uh, she could just slip right through it. So yeah, do uh be wary of that. Um, try not to get tattoos on regions of of the body with lots of pain receptors such as your face your neck your uh, groin region your 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 rib cage you know or just generally anywhere with with bones because because uh bones it's just more painful around bone those regions with bones because uh when the tattoo needle goes goes over the bone, uh, your bones will actually vibrate. I guess, uh, that's what people say, and uh, it causes a lot of pain and and discomfort when that happens. So, uh, for your first tattoo idea, try to go for more meteor region of your body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I say inner bicep is really like the best place because there's, it's really meaty and no bones at all, and also be more. Uh, do do consider uh the area. How exposed the area is that you're getting tattooed. So, why I say this is because you, tr- most people do not have the courage to get a tattoo in, at a very exposed area at first because uh you know they, f- they fear you know maybe like, they fear that they fear that a tattoo might you know risk, might affect their life you know they might they might miss a job opportunity or some stuff like that. So uh, I do agree to that. So. Uh, this advice might you you guys might not agree to this, but I'll say try to get a tattoo that is concealed first. You know, because you want to test the waters. You want to see how high your pain tolerance is. You want to see how that ta- how this type of tattoo looks on you, 
and uh, yeah, you want you want you want to generally test the water first before uh, getting a tattoo at a more exposed area. Oh yeah, one more point, one one more point, right? I I do want to emphasize on the aftercare of tattoos too because it's really important to take care of a tattoo, especially like the week after getting it tattooed. So uh, once you get tattooed, the artist will most likely put a layer on top of like a plastic layer or a rubber or some sort or like a second skin over your tattoo so this is to kind of like preserve the tattoo cow and to cover it from uh, the, the outside air so that it doesn't get infected because once you get tattooed is you're pretty much you pretty much have an open wound so when you leave a wound open it, you are at risk of getting an infection so they'll most likely put this um second skin uh, on top of it to prevent to kind of cover the wound up and to prevent infection uh all most of my past experiences we <laughs> okay okay uh most of my past tattoo experiences they don't do that because it's very small um my tattoos are small so the, the risk of infection is is very low but i remember getting it for my first and second tattoo uh yeah so the recommended okay uh do listen to your your tattoo artist regarding the aftercare most most tattoo artists, uh, they'll ask you to peel the second skin off. Uh, maybe a few days after you get the tattoo, and uh, based on, based on the size of your tattoo, you might uh, the the amount of time you put it, you, the the amount of time you leave it on the skin, might be different, from different sizes. So when, if it's smaller, I think you can take it off, uh, much much earlier compared to like a bigger one. So yeah. So what this tattoo? Okay. What this um. Second skin will do is to is to also is to also collect uh this what they call ink sac. So what ink sac is is pretty much um your skin just expelling the excess ink. So uh all this ink sac will start to to accumulate in between your tattoo and your and your second skin. Which is the protective layer on top of your, of your tattoo that your that your artist uh, tell you not to peel off. Because uh, when you get tattooed, a lot of ink is being is uh being injected into your skin every second as the needle pokes through the first and second layer. And uh, your tattoo artist will most likely use more tattoo that he or she needs to let to uh to get the tattoo to stay. So what your body is doing is expelling all of the waste, all the unwanted ink out, and uh, of course some of the most of the ink will stay, and that's how the tattoo stays because it just it the ink just stains the skin, but uh you know your tattoo artist would, would most likely use more ink so uh the next few days your body would just uh expel this unwanted ink, and uh you and then. It'll just be collected in between the second skin and your tattoo. So be sure to be careful when you're peeling off your second skin because uh you because uh that insect would spill all over your your body, you know. So um be careful with with peeling it. Make sure you do it in a toilet or some or somewhere like that so that you can wash or wash the ink away. Yeah. Uh but if your tattoo doesn't uh, if your tattoo is not is small 
most tattoo artists won't even bother putting a second skin on it. They'll just maybe put serene wrap, you know, the, the plastic wrap around it. Or they or most or maybe they'll even ask you to just walk free, you know, be, being uncovered. Uh, my past my 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 past experiences, uh, the UFO tattoo, I did not even cover it up. I thought I thought uh, the artist told me it was not even needed, and I'm just saying, yeah, I do agree. Um, what I recommend is going back and taking like the serene wrap. You know the you know your food, your food wrap <laughs> the 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 type where your mom uses to wrap up, to wrap the cover of foods up to wrap to wrap up you know your plates of food up, use that and uh cover your tattoo up also wrap it around your leg or your arm, so that it doesn't stain your clothes because while you sleep at night your 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 body is just expelling all this ink and you definitely don't want to stain your white shirt up or something like that, so. Uh yeah, make sure it's covered up and then uh the next morning of course change the serene wrap and do this for two or three days. Because the next two or three days your tattoo is constantly um you know just expelling ink out. So uh yeah, be careful. Make sure to change it. And make sure to wash it also. Wash it with uh Okay, to be safe, wash it with unscented um unscented shampoo. So like Cetaphil. Uh, this brand called Cetaphil, they have good shampoos for it. They have good body washes for it, body gels for it. So, yeah, use that to wash off your, wash your tattoo every day. Uh, and also try not to, try not to swim after getting a tattoo. Wait at least a week to swim. Uh, don't expose it too much to sunlight because when a tattoo is still fresh, it's the most vulnerable. If you expose it to to sunlight, uh, too often, or just like right after, if you was expose it too much right after you get you get it, it tends to fade off way faster than after it heals already yeah um yeah basically on all this all, all this aftercare is the duty of your tattoo artist to give it to you uh, to advise you on it so uh do consult them if they don't reply back regarding this aftercare they are bad tattoo artists and don't go back to them because they are bitch they don't care about their past clients yeah <laughs> Okay, and uh, most tattoo artists they'll they'll actually give you um, they'll give you free touch up sessions. Uh, because most tattoos, they tend to uh get a bit deformed here and there. Lines will start to fade. Lines will start to look a bit shaky here and there. Maybe a few months after that, you might notice. So uh, if I'm not wrong, uh, a lot of tattoo artists are uh are giving it for free. All these touch up sessions sessions they'll give they'll give the first session free and then after that they'll charge it after that uh but uh, some of them will ask you to pay to get it uh based yeah so this is entirely based on your tattoo artist so uh yeah i'm not really sure what other points i should give already regarding uh tattoos so yeah i mean that's all i have to say about tattoos uh still still trying to plan where to get my future tattoos because it's really important like um like two years ago when i got my first tattoo i wasn't really i, I didn't really care about where i where i placed the tattoos or how my tattoos look but right now i'm more mature i kind of realize how Im- important it is to plan your tattoos out before you actually get it so i'm taking more time to plan where i get it and how it looks and which tattoo to get especially uh, on my body in the f- in about two weeks, <laughs> I'm now more open to spending more on uh, these tattoos. Uh, 
so during my past uh, I'm really really cheapskate I'm very budgety and I try to cut costs here and there trying to go to uh, yeah I'm 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 just generically really really cheapskate so uh, for stuff like tattoos I also try my best to cut costs here and there that's why I keep going back to the same artist <laughs> yeah and uh, it's not really a good thing to do if you try to cut costs because it's really it's really the tattoo artist's uh, time and effort that you're paying for uh, so um, I'm tr- right now I'm trying not to be so stubborn with uh, the money that I'm giving towards the tattoos and uh, I'm more open to spending more right now oh yeah that could be a point right yeah so um, try not to be too stingy with your money when it comes to tattoos especially the custom ones because uh, these tattoo artists they are spending hours of their time uh, you know you are doing uh, maybe at night you know just sketching your ideas drawing your custom ideas and you know reporting back to you just for you to give them more more adjustments and more suggestions and then they have to go back again they have to, they have to adjust the piece and they have to send you a second draft a third draft a fourth draft a fifth draft you know that takes time and uh most of the, most of the, of the time uh okay most some of these tattoo artists they don't even charge you uh for these drafts so they could go up to the fifth draft and then you suddenly pull out and so that is like hours of the time wasted without even getting paid uh yeah so that's why i found out about this fact and i just became more uh more more sympathetic towards them this this tattoo artist they might charge a lot for a small custom piece but there's a reason behind that it's uh, based on their skills and the amount of time that that is needed to actually draw the piece out and the amount of drafts also so now i became more understanding towards why tattoos cost so much so i'm definitely open to paying more in my, in my future tattoos uh and i'm so more wary of uh the factors that go in to how to uh the amount that i'm paying to so yeah uh, you guys should do the same too you know uh research on why tattoos are so expensive and you guys will be more more empathetic towards this tattoo artist yeah so uh i plan to get more tattoos in the future definitely um for now i'm just keeping it low-key uh with my tattoos trying to keep it in exposed areas uh but definitely once i move out get a job maybe get a job that um does not require me to be okay, okay okay not not required like they are, get a job that is not really strict on uh your appearance i'm most likely gonna be i have two directions in life right now that i could definitely think i could definitely be a designer of some sort or i could sign on with uh the military somewhere both jobs i'm pretty sure are not s- too strict on how you look so that kind of gives me the confirmation to go ahead with uh getting more tattoos in uh the future but uh definitely do not know where i'll end up so uh yeah we'll see you know most jobs are not okay especially in singapore right now most jobs they are still kind of they're still very strict and cons you know still very uh they're still very strict on tattoos and body mod- modifications as a whole so uh I'll say it's pretty hard to decide right now, but hopefully in the future they'll let go. Uh, they'll be more lenient on the rules. Uh, of uh tattoos, 
hopefully they, they don't view tattoos as unprofessional anymore. Yeah, uh, but definitely not. I don't think that will happen anytime soon. Maybe maybe not not in Singapore, but uh, in other countries they're starting to let go and be more loose on the rules of tattoos already. Uh, but yeah, but well, hopefully Singapore sees, uh, sees this idea of viewing tattoo as art instead of a form of rebellion and a form of oh uh, I represent a gang, because if you look at my tattoos, I do not. I definitely do not represent a gang, bro. <laughs> my tattoos look uh, fruity as hell. Yeah, so no way they are from a gang. So yeah, they should really see this point. You know, the older generation should should really um, see tattoos this way as a form of art instead of a form of sending a message or representing a bad omen or something like that. Yeah, so hopefully so society changes and uh, all of us could express ourselves in uh, different ways. I guess. Yeah, yeah. So if you guys are you know thinking of getting a a tattoo really soon uh, do think of the points that I just gave you stop waiting stop waiting for the, the opportunity to get it because uh, it, it won't come you you have to actually take actions first bro DM the artist man or DM that friend show them your ideas bro they could they, they could wait till you're comfortable but uh, if you keep waiting on it uh, you'll you'll find yourself not not getting the tattoo anytime soon <laughs> yeah so uh, if you're having a tattoo in mind right now, just take actions, send it, send your ideas, and yeah, get it settled with. If you're feeling sad, just get a tattoo. If you're feeling depressed, get a tattoo. If you're feeling happy, get a tattoo. Bro, that's the that's the answer to everything in life. Just get a tattoo. You'll feel much. You you it's very it's very rewarding. You know, it's like you've been through that pain, and now you know that you're much tougher than uh, you actually are because you tolerated that pain before. Yeah, I mean, okay, maybe I'm just talking bullshit right now, huh, but <laughs> that's how I feel. Alright, but uh, it's been an hour already. I still, actually, wait, actually, I do have, I do have something to tell you guys. Ah, shit. Oh, yeah, religion, religion, right? Fuck. Okay, so regarding religion, right, some religions ban um, the idea of tattoos, they rebuke the ideas of tattoos, alright? So, uh, be wary of them also. Make sure that you're in a religion that that uh allows tattoos I guess oh man but that's very hip- hypocritical for me to say because I got tattoos while I was still a Christian and uh wow that's the, the idea okay like Christian gang tattoos whether they can or not is very confusing because there's not there's no like actual direct verse in the bible that says yo you better not get tattoos or not you go to hell you know they, there's no actual verse that says that you know you know, you know that, but there are like verses in the Bible that uh people say directly, directly convey conveys the message that we could not get tattoos. Uh, I forgot the verse already, but um, it states if if I'm not wrong, it states something like, "A believer of God shall not cut their body open." But fam, that could mean so much, bro. Or, or oh. If I'm wrong, another one says, "Oh, uh, they should not stain their body with symbols of uh, the devil or some shit." So, like, yeah, you see how these these verses don't really state, "Oh, you can't get a bonsai tree on your arm," or or you can't get a smiley face on the inner bicep. You see, you see how what I mean. Like, like, like all like all the pastors and all these religious people keeps keep saying, 
you sh- just don't get tattoos, bro. Just don't get tattoos. But the thing is, the Bible didn't state, doesn't state that, bro. Every time they they bring up tattoos, they they, they bring out these this verses that says, Oh, thou shalt not, thou shalt not tattoo uh, w- symbols of the devil. But the thing is, I'm not doing that, bro. I'm not doing that. You shouldn't. You shouldn't, you shouldn't state that you shouldn't tattoo your bodies at all. You, shouldn't, you should state don't tattoo the devil in your body, bro. That's easy to avoid. I could just tattoo something else that is not of the devil, duh. No shit, right? Yeah, so... Yeah, I, I, I kind of found that loophole. I kind of, you know... I kind of found that reasoning to get the tattoo. Well, Christianity was the one thing that was also holding me back from getting that tattoo of mine back in 2020. Because I was just so afraid. Oh, why if my church pastor sees this? Man, he would think I'm a naughty boy, you know what I mean? He thinks that I'm I'm a reincarnation of Lucifer himself. I'm going to go to hell. They're going to keep me out of the church. But really, where's the evidence that's in the Bible that states I can't tattoo my body? You know? So, yeah, it's uh, very... It's very confusing. It's very it's it's very confusing. Uh, I'm not not really sure about the other religions. I'm not really sure if there are other religions that says you can't tattoo your your body. Let me just Google this shit for a while. Religion. Religion that bans tattoos. Ah, shit! I only I'm only typing this with one hand. My other hand is holding the mic. Religion that bans. Oh my god, wow. Okay, like, I'm looking at, like, the su- like the Google su- suggestion right now. I typed in religion that bans. So, the the suggestion just says religion that bans music and religion that bans dancing. Okay, I'll search that later on. But for now, I've, I'll focus on the mission, which is to find out religion that bans tattoos. Okay, so Judaism, Christianity, and Islam. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it makes sense. You know, they do have... Jesus in a small or big part of their religion. So, uh, it states Ju- Judaism, Christianity and Islam have been hostile to the use of, of tattoos but many religions in particular Buddhism and Hinduism make extensive use of them. Yeah, yeah you can see a lot of um, of uh, Buddhists having tattoos. Um, like I see many Thais having tattoos. You know, most of them are, are Buddhists. Uh, many of these tattoos do have powerful meanings to them, such as uh the Sakyan tattoo, which is uh many Muay Thai fighters actually use them to uh they believe that they have special powers after they they carry special powers, so they get it on them by and it's done by a Buddhist monk. Uh, and you know these tattoos are being blessed by this Buddhist monk. Uh yeah, so to have it on, so to have it authentic, you have to go to a Buddhist temple to to do it, and not from a tattoo shop, because they believe that this you know it should carry powers, and you know they should be blessed by by Buddhist monks. So yeah, that's what I heard. Uh, so yeah, it makes sense that um, religions such as Buddhism and Hinduism um do support it. But why? But why do religions ban tattoos? I don't get it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that was my little rant. That's my little rant of uh religious, of um religions banning tattoos, especially the the religion that I was in, banning tattoos. Uh, but uh, yeah. When I when I got it, felt a little bit guilty that um 
shaming the Lord. Told it to my pastor this year. Maybe, yeah, which was which was like one year after, more than one year after I, I got it. And he was pretty disappointed too because I didn't tell him sooner. Uh, but he didn't really, s- he supported my point of not having not having an actual verse in the Bible or not having the any part of the Bible stating that you can't you can't get tattoos at all. You know? And yeah, and uh but like he did he did tell me like, oh you should see your body as a temple for God so it should be clean. That's what they all say. But I still don't get what's the meaning of that bro. <laughs> what's the Lord gonna do with the temple anyways? Trying to decorate the temple to make it nicer. Yeah, that's yeah, that's my idea. But uh, but yeah, but anyways, back to my to my church leader. Yeah, he, my okay, my uh, group pastor. He 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 he. You know, he's kind of supportive with um me getting getting it. He is also a design artsy person, so he gets it. You know, he kind of knew that I would already get it, so it wasn't a, uh, it wasn't a surprise to him. He wants to get one of his own too. Yeah, and uh, yeah, he. <laughs> He he kind of told me like the same thing, same thing that my parents told me, which was uh don't get anything for now, slow down with the rate, slow down with the tattoos, get it next time when uh I'm older. Didn't give me a reason behind that, but uh, I just assume they want to buffer me for a while. They want they want me to buff go into this uh period of buffering and waiting for my next tattoo. So, but I feel that. I'm doing it for too long. It's been almost it's been almost a year since I did my last tattoo. That's a bit too long, bro. I'm just I'm just craving for the pain again. <laughs> yeah, I just want that needed to go through my skin again. Uh yeah. Okay, I now okay, because like my tattoos have been really simple, so the pain is very less. It's not there's no shading at all, so it doesn't sting at all. Trying to get a tattoo that requires uh, shading next time. Uh, ho- hopefully it won't be that painful. Hopefully, uh, the pain will still be a bit tra- uh, was w- w- will still be attractive, and uh, I will still want to get more tattoos. I guess, yeah. But for now, it's for now it's um I'm planning every day, man, what tattoos to get on my arm. Uh, life is good when, when uh, <laughs> when just when the biggest when the biggest re- uh when the biggest problem in your life is finding. Which tattoos to get stressing over it, yeah. That's my life right now. Yeah, but I'm kind of forced to get whatever tattoos I want during uh the the next two weeks because that's my block leave. That's when that's like the week after I I complete my basic military training. Uh that's the week that before I get posted to my military unit. Uh and during my time in uh in uh this military unit I won't I won't have the time I and I'm not allowed to get another tattoo because there's a risk of infection. I'm in a combat unit, I'm in uh I'm in armor. So we deal with tanks and all that shit. But uh it's a combat unit, so it's armor infantry, so pretty much you are still doing all that physical shit and you're being very dirty, you're covered in dirt most of the time. Uh, so yeah, the risk of infection is really high. So they don't allow us to get tattoos while we are we are in the midst of um doing all these physical activities. That's why I'm forced to do it in between this seven day window that that we get. And yeah, it's kind it's 
it's rushing me, bro. It's rushing me, you know. I'm, I have about two weeks to plan. Very little admin time. Very little free time to think about it. And yeah, so... I do have to take actions from next week onwards. Regarding my appointment. I have a few tattoo artists in mind right now. Uh, a limited budget, of course. Maybe about 400 some. $400, $400 to spend on it. Yeah, but uh, maybe the next podcast, I'll tell you, I'll give you guys an update. I don't know when the next podcast is going to be though because like, I'm definitely gonna, not going to do another one next week because bookout is like two days again, back to two days. Maybe like, maybe, maybe during my, my block leave period, right after I'm done with basic military training, maybe like the week that I'm getting all my tattoos, I would have another episode out, edit it and all just in time for you guys to hear what I'm getting. I don't even know who is listening to this podcast right now because I've been gone for four weeks, three or four weeks and and uh, my regular listeners are only like, I only got like two or three regular listeners. Damn. I thought I could push this at the same at the same time, promote it, but bro, promoting is another full-time job, bro. You have to create all the marketing shit and all that just to get people to listen to you. Why can't Spotify promote me? I'm an interesting guy, bro. I talk for one one hour sixteen minutes all by myself. That's a gift. It's a fucking gift. Hey, but not gonna lie. All right. Um. Fifth episode. Fifth episode already, and I'm like starting to run dry, bro. Run dry of past stories to tell, bro. I have no idea. Oh, yeah, I mean, I do have a lot of past stories, but I. I have I have this like spreadsheet, on ideas. I put in ideas, and I have to write. Okay, how I do this podcast right now is I have this huge, I have this idea at the top, and then I write in pointers. So, uh, you know, sometimes I look at the pointers in between when I'm when I'm recording this, when I when I need help with how to go on, I look at pointers and then I'm like, oh, right, that pointer right there. Let me just continue with that. So, what I do have is lots of ideas, but not a lot of pointers. All right. So, I remember this story that I need to tell or this topic that I have to tell. Like I I have the idea of oh I want to I want to talk about this alright but then like I don't know I can't remember this story or this topic I can't I can't recall what part of my life I have experienced it and I couldn't write I couldn't type out the pointers at all so yeah this episode right here it was kind of like I thought of it at the last moment like just about ten minutes before I'm like. I was supposed to do another topic, but then I'm like, nah, that's too dry. I don't think I can keep this going for like 40 minutes. Then I'm like, oh, about an hour ago, I was, I was looking at tattoos and I'm like, yo, why not just do an episode on that? I'm kind of like in, an, a tattoo enthusiast already. So why not just talk about tattoos? I could go on and on about tattoos also. Even though like, I don't have much, I'm not, I won't count myself as a tattoo veteran. I got tattoos for two years only, but I'm very interested in it. So why not just talk about it, you know? Uh, Yeah, so... I managed to bring this conversation to close to one hour twenty minutes already. Uh, yeah. So I'm just basically the message right here is telling you guys is, wow, it's hard to keep a podcast, bro, especially if your life is boring as fuck. My life is boring as fuck. So yeah, I'm just I'm just trying to keep it interesting. But man, it's so hard to do shit in the army. Okay, you you Singaporean guys, those who have who have, who have been through it, you you guys should know, man. Like when you when you guys are in the army, it's like the most mundane part of your whole life your life just goes into a standstill like you know like the progress you've made before national service it just stops there and then that two years that you have 
you just do nothing. You just can't do anything. Like, what can you do? What can you do to improve yourself? Read a book? Yeah, you can do that if you have time. I don't even have time, bro. So, like, when I have time, I'm just too tired. I just go to sleep. Especially when we are being sent up to our bunks to rest for 15 minutes, man. I just go to sleep, man. I don't even get sleep at all during the night because they, they, they send us to sleep at, like, fucking 9.30. How the fuck do you sleep at 9.30, bro? I spend, like, an hour tossing and turning and then finally I go to sleep and then I wake up, like, four... or not four, five hours later. I have to wake up five hours later and to wash my clothes, get ready for the day. Yeah, that's basically how my day in fucking BMT goes, bro. Uh, yeah, so... Five hours of sleep daily just takes a toll on your body. Uh, you start to fall sick, just like how I do. Um, if you are already sick and you and you sleep for five hours a day, it just hinders your progress of recovering, and you just find it hard to harder to recover. And uh, that's the cycle that everyone falls into. Uh, when you're in uh, the enhanced batch, at least, you know the two months, the two months uh batch. Those people that go there for two months only. Yeah, that's the cycle that they fall into. If your unit is chill, it's good, you know, because you won't have to you won't have to do much physical stuff, you know. But uh, for us, everything's in a rush. It's a lot of physical stuff to do because they're fitting all of our important events into this two month window, and it's it's really tiring for both uh for both commanders and recruits. Uh yeah, but uh for recruits we we do we do so much physical shit you know. Yeah, I'm I'm just telling you guys that my life is at a standstill right now. I don't think I'm even making progress with anything in my life right now. <laughs> so yeah, uh, hopefully I have time to carry on this podcast, especially when I'm out of BMT. Uh, hopefully I have more time. Hopefully I experience more shit. Hopefully I have more stories to tell. <laughs> yeah. I'm planning to transform this podcast into a story-based thing. So, like, I go in my life, I tell what happened in my what happens in my life time to time. I'll bring up old shit because I've lived on this earth for twenty years. I should have old shit to tell. I have lots of old shit to tell. I just can't remember them. Yeah, I can't. I have a, I have very bad memory, so like it takes time to remember them. But once I remember them, I'll write them out on my notes. All right, you guys will hear about it. You guys will be the first one to hear uh, hear about it. When if I'm home, I'm taking my microphone up just like how I'm doing it right now. I'll record what I recall about them, what lessons to learn about them, and I'll bullshit a bit, of course, just like how I'm doing it right now. I'm trying to reach. I'm trying to hit like like one and a half hours right now. Honestly, that's why I'm doing this shit. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Let me just start a bit of my life right now. Fill in the eight um, eight minutes left. Okay. Let me just talk my li- about my life right now. Oh wait, no, I have a quote I have to I have a quote to give you guys. Hold on. Hold on. Pull out my notes. Ah, okay. I have a quote to give you guys right now, okay? About about my current life. I write, I do design, but most importantly, I want something to be mine. Yeah, it's uh, up to your 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 interpretation about how you guys would how you guys uh want to take that message. But yeah, my life right now, bro, down bad. Sometimes I just Yeah, bro okay I'm 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 speechless right now. I don't even know what to say bro. But uh that quote I wrote it down some some sometimes in the past week. Uh because I lost something. Hey but at least the quote that I wrote that I wrote down was nice. 
Yeah, you can tell. I'm fucking sad now. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, okay, anyways, like, during my bookouts, I don't even do much, bro. I just go out with my friends. I do shit with them, of course. Go out a lot, because, you know, if you're locked up inside for five days in Tekong, bro, all you think about is just going out to Singapore, to the mainland, and just doing shit. Like, I don't care what I'm doing. I could just be chilling in the... The HD, like in at my void deck, I could be chilling in a random void deck with someone. I don't care as long as I'm outside of my house. I hate being home, honestly, uh, because I feel like I'm such a burden to my parents. Like, yeah, I, yeah, I was a burden because look, something funny happened. Uh, the last like a few days ago when they were picking me up for uh when I booked out, so I booked up at. 8.30pm So I arrived at uh, This pickup location At 9.30pm Alright So I told my parents this And they said Yeah we'll pick you up Now I'm like Yo that's good So They The plot twist here is They thought that They They thought that it was 9.30am So they picked me they, they They came to the pickup point Like in the morning And then They were like spam calling me And all that But the thing is I was out already <laughs> I was out doing my, my other shit in, in, in fucking Tekong, bro. So, my phone was left behind. And throughout the day, it, it was so busy, I didn't even get to look at my phone. And when I, and when I got to look at it, I'm like, oh, fuck, bro. They're going to be so mad at me. Uh, So, yeah, that could justify... That reason could kind of justify why I'm such a burden to the family. I'm not missed at home at all. <laughs> yeah, so, I went to call them and then, like, they were chill about it. But, like, I kind of tell, like, that underlying... They have underlying um their anger their underlying anger in them. They 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 are just trying to burst. That they they're gonna have a breakdown on 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 me. Oh, but I met them and then I apologized and then you know, everything's good I guess. But I still think that I'm a disappointment, and I'm not missed at home. But you know that's okay. Not everyone's gonna miss you, when uh you're gone. Have the right people in your life. Uh, yeah, have the right people in your life. Have those people that love you and miss you whenever you're gone. Uh, have them in your life. Make sure your connections are sincere and pure and authentic. Don't go. Don't. Don't fall for, for you know people who are there temporary because you know we know people that has been in our life who are who are temp who are like career temporary friends. All right. Like, they go around making friends, and you know that friends can be gone within three months. We know those people. Yeah, try not to make friends with them. Try to keep keep in between, you know, your close group of friends. Make sure they're real. I mean, you should know by now. Those, I mean, if, if you're 20 and above, you should know that they're, they're real people in your life. Yeah, keep them close because they, they give you happiness, right? Uh, if your family doesn't give you happiness, you know, your friends are going to give you happiness. They're they are brothers to you. Uh, keep that in mind. Alright, I have nothing else to say anymore. I'm I'm tired. It's eleven twenty two PM. My I have tomorrow to rest too. Uh, I wanna catch on my Netflix because I haven't been doing that for a while. Oh, can you believe it? I still haven't caught the last episode of Stranger Things, that two hour plus episode. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go watch it right after I'm done editing this podcast and uh posting it. You guys will hear it this Saturday, lah. Now it's a Monday, so yeah, I'm just going to schedule it for Saturday. I'm going to DM the regular lis- listeners, you know. Let me just name two of my reg- my, my regular listeners, okay? Mark Chu. Mark Chu, bro. 
Sabri Soran. Yeah, you two are the only regular ones, I guess, who listen to my podcast because, f- firstly, you guys are my friends, so y- all my stories are relatable. Secondly, you guys are supportive as fuck, so that's why you all listen to my story. I think that's, those are the only two reasons why you guys even listen to my story, <laughs> to my podcast. Sorry, my bad. Yeah, so uh, hopefully you guys have a great life, a great day. Hope you guys are not depressed. Uh, hope God bless all of you guys. Uh, I'll see you when I see you. Most likely next two weeks lah. Okay. Bless everybody. Bye. Bye.